the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. We got a lot of doctors here in the house today. We'll tell you more about that in a second. But uh, it's a beautiful day out here at Millburgers. It's absolutely gorgeous, and uh, we want you to come on out and be a part of it. David Rodriguez did a terrific job. In fact, he's probably got a lot of questions uh, because about uh, 50 folks uh, were down there in the amphitheater enjoying the. Uh, Earthkind seminar. Oh, I see some folks walking. He's got a notebook and a pen. See, he followed our instructions. Uh, on David did a presentation on citrus, and so we'll—I'm uh, sure David will pop up in just How a second. You know, he did a great job. Oh, I could just tell. I can tell because uh, those people gravitating towards the citrus oh. from the program over there. Hey, if you remember a couple weeks ago, and I guess all through. Uh, through April, we were talking about the uh, Fiesta medals here and the day how they benefited the Salvation Army. Well, we wanted to, to do two things. One, we're going to present a check to the Salvation Army. Uh, but uh, two, we wanted to give them an opportunity to uh, talk a little bit about uh, what they do and what the funds will go to. So uh, Dr. Parsons, Dr. Finch, Dr. Garcia, uh, Dr., 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 uh, <laughs> Uh, Robert, start off and uh, tell us a little bit about the the Salvation Army, then uh, pass to the two nice nice uh, folks next to you. Well, thank you, Milton. Uh, we appreciate the support Millburger provides the Salvation Army. Uh, locally here in San Antonio, we have a variety of different programs that serve the community. We have some food programs that allow people that are struggling uh, to make end, ends meet. And so we help them along with that. We have shelter programs for people that are homeless. And so everything from emergency shelter to some transitional housing and programs up to about two years. Uh, We have partnerships with a variety of different apartment complexes in which the Salvation Army holds the lease. And people can stay there for up to two years. Yeah, I and... um you know, I, I was talking to someone on our In the Loop show, and I realized that almost every age group and uh, seniors, veterans, uh, kids, uh, it just, uh, the Salvation Army is helping out uh, where there's a need. Um, you know, doing the most good is the is a slogan, and they're out there touching people in emergency and yeah so 
our, our family emergency shelter houses about 160 people every night. And out of 160, 60 of those, an average of 60 are children under the age of 15. Wow. So uh, we also have uh, after-school programs for youth. Mm -hmm. And the Salvation Army manages two uh, senior apartment buildings in San Antonio over by Woodlawn Lake at our Peacock campus. And, so, and, and you know, you, you're, you're wearing a shirt that talks about Angel Trade instead of the upcoming golf tournament. Um, uh, but it was interesting, So, and Millburgers participates in Angel Tree, but there was a different wrinkle. Was it the first time last year that the senior wrinkle was part of it, or had it been done before? We've done it for a couple of years. Okay. Uh, so we've always done, I think, 30-plus years Angel Tree program here in San Antonio where we provide Christmas gifts for children that otherwise wouldn't get Christmas gifts. And so we work with the families to provide them gifts. But for the last several years, we've also provided gifts to seniors uh, so that they had some Christmas gifts. And so uh, it, it, it's always a little interesting because we're used to providing toys, so bikes mm -hmm. and things like that. And seniors usually uh, put on their wish list a new microwave, blankets, yeah. pots and pans, t televisions. Necessities. Right. Yeah, that's... Uh all right, and then um, one more thing before we pass the mic. Uh, there are a couple uh, fundraisers coming up. Uh, one is the golf tournament, but the other is the luncheon. Is the luncheon sold out? We may have just a few seats left, Okay, we're pretty close to sold out. So on Tuesday, this Tuesday, May the 8th, we will have a former Olympic champion and Dancing with the Stars champ, Lori Hernandez, that will be speaking at the UIW Sky Room uh, at 1145. So we still have a couple of, of seats left. If anyone's interested, they can go to SalvationArmySATX.org, SalvationArmySATX.org. And then, as you mentioned, we have a golf tournament coming up on June 18th at Oak Hills Country Club. Yeah. It's the day after uh, Father's Day. So if anybody would like to uh, give a little gift to Dad on Father's Day and help out the Salvation Army and our Angel Tree program, it's a great opportunity. And there's uh, sponsorship opportunities, too, if you're a business that wants to uh, to have a team. Yes, uh, there are. Yeah, so uh, um, you want them to go to the website again, to that one, too? Yes. Okay. SalvationArmySATX.org. All right. Introduce them, the, this, this nice gentleman here. With me today, I have Lieutenant Dante Salgado and his beautiful little girl, Jubilee. And so. All right. Well, Lieutenant, you are on the front lines of this. How long have you been working with the Salvation Army? As an officer, I've been working uh, two years, uh, but I've been with the Salvation Army since 2001. Wow. Yes. So um, what, what drew you to the Salvation Army? Because that's a lot of time. That's uh, almost two decades. Yes, it's, uh, it's two-thirds of my life, really, that I've been with the Salvation Army. Uh, and it was really the – I met officers who, who showed me the mission of the Salvation Army, who showed me the love for Christ and the ministry that the Army has in the community. And that's what, what drew me in and what kept me in, in the Salvation Army. So you're you're kind of on the front lines too. So what's what's happening on the front lines? What do you what do you see uh, every day? So uh, I'm the core officer of the uh, the San Antonio Mission Corps in the south side of San Antonio, and there, what we see is uh, we have an emergency food pantry there, and and we see anywhere anyone who's uh, has a family, and they just 
fallen on hard times because they, the, one of the parents isn't employed. Uh, they don't have child care, and so we provide character-building programs for the children there uh, and try to help them and, and, and point them to other places so that they can get back on their feet. And, and that's like some, just some of the things that we do there. Um, we open up our gym to uh, coaches so they can bring kids that instead of staying out on the streets, they can learn to play basketball, and, and hopefully... Uh, if that is something they want to stick with, be able to even uh, win scholarships to go to college. Is that right? Wow. Uh-huh. So really a lot of things, uh, again, uh, just in what you talked about, Salvation Army uh, touching so many different lives and so many different age groups and economic groups. And, and the one thing that you this the, the emergency situation is being there as that, that, that safety net to help uh, when, if it's food, uh, if it's shelter, uh, if it's an emergency. Uh, last year in 2017, there were um, here in San Antonio, the, not only uh, in Sutherland Springs, but in other, uh, in going to Houston and, uh, and just being there for communities and, and our community as well. Um, when there's an emergency, Salvation Army steps up. Yes, and that's that's really the nature of the Salvation Army is to meet the the need of all humankind and without discrimination. That's our mission, and that's what we do. And I think Jubilee agrees that she. I, I think she just said so. Yeah, yes. uh, she's a cutie. <laughs> well, listen, guys, thank you so much. Anything else we need to bring up? Um, Jubilee says, "Pass the check." <laughs> she knows oh, oh, what the, okay. the business is. Yes, she knows what she's here for. Yeah. And then, who's taking the picture? Do you want to? Uh, Janetta should be out here in just a second. Okay, but if uh, so, Millburgers raised seventeen hundred and fifty through dollars. Wow, uh, through wonderful. the yeah, we needed to have applause on that one. Yes. Uh, through uh, the sale of Fiesta medals and. Uh, uh, and actually, the, the the love goes out to Millburgers, but also out there you go, high five Jubilee. Uh, but also to to our listeners and to the customers here at the nursery that uh, that wanted the middle and wanted to support the Salvation Army. Every dollar uh, was that went toward the medal, which was a seven dollar medal, went back to the Salvation Army. Oh, I, I always bring this up. Who wants to address this too? So how efficiently does the Salvation Army use that that donation? Uh, who wants to touch on that? Jubilee, go ahead. Oh, okay. No, she's shy. <laughs> well, Milton, every, uh, out of every dollar that's donated to the Salvation Army, 82 to 84 cents of that goes to programs on an annual basis. Okay. I could repeat that. Sorry. 82 percent, yeah. or yeah. 80, 82 cents out of every dollar goes to programs. And... I'm not trying to knock other programs, but that's a that's pretty high up there. Uh, that's that's at the top of nonprofits and, and efficiency. Well, we pride ourselves on being good stewards of our donors' money, so we try and do the most good with with what's given to us. Yeah, and do a great job at it. Well, guys, okay, so uh, Trace is going to give you guys a check. We got the picture. Thank you so much uh, for coming by. Great job. Thank you. Thanks, man. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. Guys, this is Trace, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867 to be a part of the show. And um, All right, so Calvin is back. Good to have you back. We'll talk about other things that are happening. Uh, we talked about David's presentation. Calvin is not doing a presentation next week, but is doing what we're calling an open forum 
for the uh, Butterfly Garden, uh, which begins at uh, 11 a.m. 11. And, and uh, we'll, to, we'll go to 12, and then, of course, we'll do the radio show. And yeah. After the radio show, I'll be available from 2 to 3. And we have the certified Butterfly Garden here so they can see butterfly plants in action. And then we'll I'll be here to uh, address any questions or discuss any issues that uh, folks have. And, of course, here at Milberger's, we've got all of the plants that uh, you need to have a wonderful butterfly garden, including the certified butterfly garden, if you want. And then my article uh, today uh, talks about some all-star uh, butterfly plants. So we'll, uh, we'll be talking about those, too. Porterweed and zinnias and uh, mistflower and... Uh, uh, one more. Oh, Porter, we miss, oh, miss Flower, Jerry, help me. What's zinnia? So I got zinnia already. Okay, porterweed, zinnia, miss flower. Uh, oh, I know. What? Milkweed. Oh, yeah. And we've got we've got all those uh, those plants, of course, available here at, at Millburgers uh, for your own personal uh, butterfly garden. And we'll have a list of of other plants that uh, there's a as Jerry keeps bringing up. There's a long list. I've got my favorites, and we've declared some all-star plants, all-star butterfly plants, but uh, a lot, almost all of our blooming plants can fill some gap in terms of nectar for or nesting sites for butterflies. So it'll be fun. All Uh, right. At 11 a.m. next Saturday. Now, excuse me, my voice just changed. Uh, Now, um, this is not going to be like when we talked about David doing his presentation today it began at 10 ended at or 10 30 and ended at noon um calvin is just going to be kind of taking questions so if you get there at 11 30 you will not have missed a half hour of it you just come on up and, and talk to calvin and so think of things that you want to know and uh, honestly uh we will we'll address questions too so if you get here at at 12 30 we'll we'll be here and and, and we all we'll have handouts yeah yeah so uh it'll be uh be a lot of action, and uh, a lot of folks are really excited about uh, uh, butterflies and the plants that can bring them in into your uh, landscape. Yeah, so uh, that's coming up, and uh, we got uh, Trace on the porch with us, and that means we're going to learn about the plant of the weekend and all kinds of things that's happening here at the nursery. What's going on, Trace? Well, uh, Plant of the weekend. weekend. I think we did this weekend, one not weekend. too long ago, but now they're on oh. sale. Oh, what's so uh, the Arctic Frost and Orange Frost. Oh, yeah, that's right. And for the next eighteen months or so, that's the only ones we're going to have. So uh, they are on the special for thirty-four eighty-eight, and uh, so that's going to be our plant of the weekend. All right. So how many do we have, Trace? Uh, approximately a hundred of each. Oh, good. Okay, oh, good. so you can get that. All right, so those are in the. They're in a five-gallon pot, and they're thirty-four. They're regular forty-four ninety-nine, and I believe it's thirty-four eighty-eight. I mean, I'm going to double-check what we're talking about. And you can. I was going to do the fire bush that Jerry doesn't like, but uh, I think the citrus is a better one. Yeah, and uh, what's so great about these these two, two particular varieties? They are on their own root system. All right. So if we get unseasonably cold, and they were to freeze down, they're going to come back out true. To what they're supposed to be, unlike the grafted varieties, and they can be grown in a container, but uh, most most of us are growing them in uh, in the ground. 
and uh, they did they did fairly well in the uh, January freezes that we had this year. Uh, made it made it through pretty uh, pretty well, so they're a good choice. And the fruit is high quality too, uh, easy to grow. They're attractive. Uh, butterflies like them. Uh, it's another yes. another citrus is another butterfly attracting plant. And uh, I was going to try to be clever. They uh, oh man, I know that was that was that well. I'm glad, I'm glad you told us about yeah. that. Um, so we could recognize it. Now, these are two of the varieties of citrus. Are all the citrus on sale? They are. Yep. So Three-gallon container. Lemons and limes and all kinds of different Satsuma oranges. Uh, I believe I saw some kumquat. Um, oh, wow. Kalamundin, I remember seeing over there. Kalamundin. Um, yeah, so uh, if you're looking for citrus, Milburgers is place. Uh, there was a few grapefruit. Yeah. Bloom Sweet, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's a good one. Um, were you popping in and out on David's presentation? I'm eager to see here. Yes, but I didn't see him when he was done. So oh, did okay. he come up here? No, is he, has he left? Maybe he hadn't left yet. Okay. But a lot of times he answers questions from people for a while. And sometimes he gets confused and lost on the way to the radio. Well, he, can't, he can't have gone too far because I, I have something uh, for him. <laughs> oh. Okay. But he had a he had a very large audience. I counted different times, and uh, uh, fifty eight was the biggest. Oh, I counted fifty. He just no, he made those eight people angry. Yeah, there was a couple people after he finished the lemon and lime talk that they came over and Uh got the the lemon and limes. Oh, good. Yeah, there we were talking about the satsumas, but the lemon and limes are fun too, especially in containers uh, because the the blooms are spectacular and the fragrance. they do need a little more attention in terms of uh, cold protection, but they but they're uh, well worth growing in our landscape. So, what else has happened at the nursery? Oh, and by the way, if you if you want that, uh, it'll be on on sale until Monday. Correct. Um, so you could come by and get it, or if you're driving around listening, um, you know, and you or you at home listening and you want it, but can't get here till Monday. Call Millburgers at 497-3760, 497-3760, and um, they'll put aside whatever you say. So if you say, okay, I want two of those Arctic Frost, they'll put them aside for you and just come get them on Monday. All right. Have y'all talked about this? No. Okay. So our Fiesta event was uh, very successful. Uh, We raised $475 for the San Antonio Food Bank. And, uh, Which is another great. Uh, it's it's a wonderful cause, and uh, it's great that we can help out the uh, the surrounding areas uh, in this way. Salvation Army, I'm sorry, uh, San Antonio Food Bank is another example of a very efficient and uh, great steward of your donations. Uh, they um, they do a good job, and it's surprising. Um, how far? It's surprising they do a good job. They can make no, the money stretch. That's for they sure. do. When you when you hear them talk about like how far one donation goes, one dollar is amazing what they can do with it. It's much more than, than you and I can do with it because they leverage the stuff and uh, so they're able to feed a lot of folks. So four seventy five uh, is a, a a huge amount and will uh, go a long way uh, with the San Antonio Food Bank. So that's terrific. Yeah, and you know we never have any problems with that when. Uh, the patrons of Millburgers come out. They support these organizations. Uh, and uh, when we have the event at Halloween or we have uh, the Fiesta event or 
Um, you know, they're out here in droves helping out. Even when we have uh, the, the the cookies or the uh, Boy Scouts out here. Yep. Uh, the patrons are, are very supportive. So, and uh, all righty. So, um, two great organizations help out by Mill Burgers and our customers. So, thank you for that. What else is going on? Well, we're gearing up for our butterfly event that uh, Calvin's doing. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of our ad is uh, aimed towards butterfly attracting uh, plants, but we do have a very, very good selection of butterfly attracting plants. Yeah. Uh, we have sheets, handouts for, for what those are, as well as they're notated on our signs on the product. Um, so they'll have a picture of a butterfly on the sign. Uh, that's in front of the plants. If it's got that, then you know it's on a butterfly list. Or and hummingbirds, and we, 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 note, we note all those things on there. And uh, we, the article today emphasized four uh, all-star butterfly plants, and, of course, we've got them all here. And several, several different selections. And some are on sale. Yes. Like think. the Dreamland and Profusion series. I wonder how that happened. Of, of zinnias. Yeah, how much are the zinnias? Ninety-eight. Uh, Ninety-eight, I believe. Ninety-eight cents. Yeah, you can't. That, that that that's. I think that heads my list is the the zinnias. They are uh, in terms of butterflies and hummingbirds and nectar source, all summer long. Uh, they're they're right at the top. If you got a, if you got a large, and if cut flowers too. If oh yeah. You, if you got a, a large area plant. Full of zinnias, and you you won't be sorry. They're just butterflies, just a whole bunch of different varieties: swallowtails, queens, monarchs. When they're here in the spring and in the fall, all of them will go uh, to zinnias. And here they are at ninety-eight cents. They reseed uh, too, so if you uh, you can either deadhead them or you can let them reseed, and uh, you're going to have uh, a really attractive. Uh, Butterfly plant all all summer long, and they got pentas on sale. Yeah, yeah great price on pentas. Uh, we also uh, are gearing up for Mother's Day. So, oh, okay. So we're trying to get as much color in here so that when you bring your mother by. Alrighty, cool. So uh, we'll keep talk, talking to you about that, and uh, all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867. What else, Trace, before we go to break? I've I got to go. Okay, I know. That's why. That's why. Come back the bathroom is on either side of the building, Trace. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three-gallon container for $34.88. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora series, which is disease-resistant in the four. Orange pot for just 88 cents each. Zinnias 
Butterfly attracting plants are on sale in the four-inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies too, and they're a Texas superstar in the four-inch pot. You'll find pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburger says Blue Plumbago on sale for just 4.88 in the one-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on tropical hibiscus, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. We'll see you there. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great discount syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Oh, Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, The Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace. Marketplace page at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. I hold a baby all day, and then nighttime rolls around, and I'm supposed to just switch gears. Like, hello, I'm all sexy now. In the movie Tully, Marlo is the mom of two young kids and a newborn. Marlo is also exhausted. That is, until her brother gifts her the services of a night nanny. I don't usually like to talk about content-laden picks on the radio, but in case you've heard some of the positive things that have been said about this mom-focused mainstream movie, I thought I'd make an exception, because this film does have some positive things to say about marriage and motherhood, but it's also rife with coarse language, flesh-bearing visuals, and sexual content. So I'll give Tully one-and-a-half ERP-covered shirts out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and David Rodriguez is up here on the porch with us here at good afternoon, 1604 on Road. Good afternoon. I've heard several people say he didn't do that good a job. It, oh, man. Well, a beautiful, now you're gonna, beautiful day at Milton. Even finished. after Milton said it. Yeah, uh, you said that, Milton? I said you did a great job. Uh, and, and Jerry went out and said, I'm going to uh, find out. Uh, <laughs> he really started asking people. But his questioning was biases. David didn't do that good a job, did he? Uh, 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 we, had a, we had a real good crowd. Yeah. Well, we noticed, though, David, and uh, we're, why it looks like it was an accurate uh, assessment, because when, the, when you finish... A whole mob of people went towards the Citrus. Uh, oh, okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 At least they didn't go straight to their cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had a lot. It was a good Citrus seminar. We covered a landscape Citrus and patio and uh, sizing them up before you consider uh, planting them in landscape and just uh, the horticultural principles of uh, selection, site location, drainage, water. Weed management, nutrition, et cetera. So they had a lot of good 
A lot of good questions. And of course, that, you emphasize the fact, fact how important they are to butterflies too. And the butterflies and making some of the best honey. You know, citrus honey is. Oh really? Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Oh. And the the fragrance. But I think the biggest question a lot of these folks had that a lot of them that have grown citrus is uh, most of them, they're, uh, a lot of the rootstocks have taken over. Oh. A lot of them oh, have yeah. planted on the 1604 North going into the yeah. country. As Sour orange, yeah. You know, why, why don't those things ever ripen or why are they taste so terrible yeah <laughs> and one fella showed a tree that he said rats defoliated the tree ever hear that but he said he could see the the rat droppings so he thinks it's a rat so rats defoliated i don't, uh, I I don't know that. i wonder if that's not color ants no he said the droppings like rats all over the place huh. so now you know the, but, the 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 ones that have droppings like rats are some of the caterpillars yeah that's true too but so, uh, you'd know if there were that many caterpillars, you'd notice that, I think. But it, it went well. A lot of good questions. And, uh, you know, citrus is a is a fun topic to grow. You know, the satsumas and the limes. And well, the it's lemons. a great plant for our Easy area. Easy to grow. Yeah, for backyard. A lot of fun. So. Growing. We, we, uh, we have to give Jerry some of that credit. I hate to do it. but we, Yeah, we talked about what? The Dr. Moy and the satsuma mandarin oranges. There the, you go. The history and the uh, stress, stress, stress. Um, Copious amounts of furlock. There you go, Osmoco. Yeah. So, uh, so it was. It went well. It, went good. Well. it was a good crowd too. Did you hear Trace talking about uh, that these are on route, on route, from Greenleaf Nursery? From Greenleaf, and they're on their own route. Yes, but and this is going to be the last. Yes. Yeah, and we did talk about that. Then Begnell and Sons will be grafting them on right, Carrizo right. uh, rootstock or yeah, whatever. So yeah. So, so we'll be back into them. that old deal of where if it they can lose down, the, lose the yeah, top. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So what are the characteristics of that new rootstock? Or the way we recognize it? Is it it'd be just like, like a sour it'd, orange? Or yeah, it'd be like sour thorny orange. And, it'd be like sour orange, yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's always thorny or not. I, may, I imagine it is. David, what else is happening with the extension service? Any other courses that are uh, coming up that you want to Molly, promote? Or? Molly Keck and I did... Um, Another B class, and I think I just got stung by a B over there too. Oh no! Too. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, we did a, another B class yesterday because two weeks ago when we did the B class, we had over forty some odd people in it. Yeah. And we had a huge waiting list, so she said, "David, uh, you want to do another one in two weeks? You know, you don't tell Molly no." So I said, "Yeah, let's do it." So, uh, so that was very popular. Two B classes in two weeks. It's a lot mm-hmm. of people. Why do you uh, think people are so interested in bees? Um. You know, I tell a lot of the class. They just be interested, Milton. Yeah, but why? Why they be interested? <laughs> I, I tell a lot of class. We're going to give you the fundamentals and a, a hopefully a better understanding, respect of the of this little insect. And maybe only about two out of ten people will eventually have hives. Uh huh. But at least they have a better understanding of what it entails. Yeah. You know, it, it's like. It costs money to do it, and then well, but there's them, but the one thing that I'm seeing just on unrelated kind of programs or or like butterfly programs I give or bird programs, people are all are asking questions about pollinators and uh, yeah. are, you know people that haven't thought about them before are recognizing the importance of of pollinators you in the a, landscape. I saw the guys at the Oblate uh, Men's Garden Club oh, guys that said, tell Kevin Hi, said, did a wonderful job with that talk. Uh, 
Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's nothing nothing worse, though. I had my PowerPoint, and they must have had an old... Uh, Projector? Yeah, or an old, old uh, version of... Uh, Oh. software. So, oh, okay. So all I had was the words and none of those beautiful Uh-oh. butterfly oh, pictures no. or the plants or anything. Uh-oh. So, but yeah. it was it was good. Yeah, there was a lot of. You didn't see any glue on the butterflies, right? No, <laughs> no, not that. that <laughs> those photos are post Jerry's whispering. Oh, day. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, my wife Judy takes the pictures, and, I, and she she doesn't the butterfly whisper. Yeah, we Jerry always relied on them here. Yeah, now with everybody planting butterfly plants, there you go. he would gently easy. hold them in his hand, and and he would whisper to them, and then he put them back, and yeah. they understood what he wanted. There you go. And then they went to sleep. Yes, uh, permanently. Yes. <laughs> All right, and oh, now you, do you have bees? Yeah, yeah bees, I have you? some at the uh, food bank, and then okay. we have some at Presa. So, what, what's yeah. the latest report on the uh, youth gardens and uh, master gardener classes? The uh, spring master gardener class ends in two weeks, and then the uh, children's vegetable garden finishes in about three or four weeks. Um, but we've had some challenges this year at the children's garden. The harlequin bugs, I've never, never seen them as bad. You know, cabbage, broccoli, yeah. cauliflower, they were just hard this year. And the tomatoes, I guess, uh, lack of sunny days or something. We don't really have a, a huge set on them, I guess. Maybe we planted them too early. I don't huh. know. Yeah, I was talking to the farmers yeah. the other day, and they were saying that tomatoes are a little slow. Things are growing slow. Yeah. And it's a and str- short. Yeah. strangest thing because I was... Um, peaches, the peaches are, I guess it's several years we haven't had a good crop, but they're oh, okay. spectacular. The Florida Kings, yeah, everybody, ones, okay. all the low chill are just okay. good, good. big. I, I had to keep looking. This is that from my Florida King tree? I mean, that, that's a peach that you harvest in, at the end of April, and it's, it's as big as a June gold. Or, wow. Yeah, very so, nice. So what's it must have properly, though. I mean, the... the Oh, cold temperatures must have thinned it a little I, bit. I, th- I think on those, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. But uh, I've never had the problem with Florida King like I did with spring gold in the old yeah, days. Yeah, on yeah. Those so early what's pieces. a good early white one? I don't know if there's, there is such a good. What, yeah, Melba, the old white one? Melba, but early? Early white one? Yeah. Melba? Okay. Yeah. Okay. White, M- white M- are always LBA. tougher. Okay. Well, that's the advantage of early peaches of course it takes a while for the birds and the varmints to get uh, to get catch up to and inputs and all that yeah by the, by the time we get into harvesting the may and june peaches every every mockingbird and uh, squirrel and raccoon is knows where the tree is so. i brought uh millburgers i don't know how they're doing with the oscar okra i don't know if y'all have talked about that oh gosh yeah so i brought some more oscar okra oh, yeah. i'm gonna give it to them up front oh too. good yeah oh yeah. good you, you have they got plants yet i didn't ask today. i'm not sure about the plants i'll have more seed i'll, I'll make sure that they get good. get some before so yeah and my uh i'm getting questions about what can they still plant in okra is one of those uh, things southern peas if you want to peppers of course Lots and lots of peppers uh, uh, options there. Yeah, uh, Peterson's starting to grow a Carolina Reaper, yeah. Scorpion Trinidad, Ghost Pepper, 
I mean, like, are you serious? <laughs> I see they've got that section that's got kind of black crepe paper over it now where they grow those kind of peppers. Well, we get questions Who? about that a lot. I mean, people, people really like, like them. Stuff. Yeah, they yeah do. And, then you, and we always ask, why do you grow those? Do you eat those? And they uh, look at you funny. It's novelty. No. <laughs> yeah. we, just, we just like the hottest peppers that are available. Maybe. But I've learned not to plant any of those at the children's garden. No, oh, why? Because yeah. the, the, the kids? The well, the emergency room. Yeah, is just, you know yeah. why. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm looking. I'm, um, David asked about a white peach, and I'm oh. looking at our listing of, uh, of, of peaches, and they've got one called, or two called White Delight. they got a number two and a number uh, four. And they've got. They've when got did they several. ripen, though? I never think of whites being early. Those are all David, uh, David Burns selections of those yeah, peaches yeah. and nectarines. They harvest harvest early June. Yeah, that's so that'll be white delight, probably an early one then. Yeah, well, if you consider June an early one. And then yeah, there, yeah. there's a white zest one, and uh, it ripens in uh, mid June. Wow. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck fighting the raccoons and the mockingbirds. Uh-huh. Oh, and the woodpeckers, Jerry's favorite. I don't see any that's right ripened any earlier than that. But anyway, we do have some white peas. Good, good. All right. Cool. Anything else, David? No, we're good. Just right. keeping on the Bear County Extension Service website for other educational opportunities that we offer throughout the different subject matter. Very cool. Thanks, sir. All right, gentlemen. Have have a wonderful day today. Thanks for doing a great job. Thank you. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I'm going to take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Because if you're trying to get rid of bugs in your house, if you got roaches, if you got rats, if you got scorpions, if you got spiders or fleas or ticks in the yard, Spider-Man Pest Control is the place to go. Even if you've got bees in the house. We talked about that last week. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control has been doing this since 1976, and uh, the way I got introduced to them was they were, and this this story is uh, indicative of Spider-Man, was uh, uh, a friend of mine had used them, uh, had used other uh, pest control companies, and she owned a restaurant, and they... Uh, the other pest control companies weren't doing the job. So, you know, her livelihood, again, depended on uh, being pest-free. Well, well, people don't like those cockroaches when they walk across. They don't it. seem to. Yeah, um, I, I can't understand that. And then she got Spider-Man, and he did the job, and it, it, it held, and it, she did, he did a great job, and she never left him. Uh, and she had Spider-Man until she sold her restaurant. So uh, if you're looking for the last pest control guy you'll ever uh, have, then uh, Spider-Man Pest Control is the place to go. 210-656-3721. What? What? Say the number again. 210-656. You're right. 3721. 210-656-3721. Or best yet, go to go to the website, GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three-gallon container for $34.88. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora Series, which is disease-resistant in the four-inch pot for just 88 cents each. Zinnias, butterfly-attracting plants, are on sale in the four-inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies, too, and they're a Texas superstar in the four-inch pot. You'll find pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburgers has Blue Plumbago on sale for just four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on tropical hibiscus, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. We'll see you there. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great Discount Syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Oh, Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, The Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace. Marketplace page at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. I hold a baby all day, and then nighttime rolls around, and I'm supposed to just switch gears. Like, hello, I'm all sexy now. In the movie Tully, Marlo is the mom of two young kids and a newborn. Marlo is also exhausted. That is, until her brother gifts her the services of a night nanny. I don't usually like to talk about content-laden pics on the radio, but in case you've heard some of the positive things that have been said about this mom-focused mainstream movie, I thought I'd make an exception, because this film does have some positive things to say about marriage and motherhood, but it's also rife with coarse language, flesh-bearing visuals, and sexual content. So I'll give Tully one-and-a-half ERP-covered shirts out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Just down the street from Millburgers is quality organic products. And if you're looking uh, for compost or mulch or if you need great soil uh, and you're looking for the highest quality at great prices, quality organic products is a place to go. Uh, go online and check out all the different varieties they have at qualityorganicproducts.com. 
Um, you'll see the different soils and what they're recommended for, the different compost, the different mulches. You'll see that they also have the uh, uh, all kinds of landscaping stones and crushed granite and things like that. Quality organic products on Lookout Road just outside of 1604 is where the landscapers go uh, to get their stuff. So if their livelihood depends on it, uh, that means that, one, you get a better price, uh, and two, uh, they need the best quality stuff because, again, their paycheck uh, depends on the, the quality that they get. So go by and visit Todd Chisholm over there at Quality Organic Products. You can get it by the uh, the bag full. You can get it by the pickup truck full. You can even have them deliver. And because uh, they hire their own drivers, oftentimes uh, you can have them dr- deliver the same day. So they're open today till 2. You can give them a call right now, 210 651 Zero two zero zero. Tell them you heard them on the radio and you want to learn more about them. Two one zero six five one zero two zero zero or qualityorganicproducts.com. So I get you guys uh, talked about the the shade, the uh, event next the uh-huh. week from Saturday. The Secret Garden Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes, are we, are we going to have the radio show over there on uh, Saturday? It appears so on the nineteenth. Yes, okay. over at Monty. Uh, and Holly, is that right? Did I have that right? I'll go look it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, over in King William, to talk a little bit about the tour. Yeah, the, the, the tour tour is going to be a great tour. We, uh, you know, when we talk about shade plants, quite often we use as as a reference is you know this is what they're growing in the King William area. Mm-hmm. So that tour will allow you to see exactly what they're growing in terms of. Uh, they got a lot of shady landscapes. Uh, they also, uh, the thing that I really enjoy about the, those King William landscapes are their use of the ground covers in the shade. They, they, they use a really effective uh, layers uh, and, uh, you know, uh, step-up kind of uh, uses of uh, things like uh, Larry Ope and monkey grass and our uh, Ruelia, all of the, the shade-loving uh ground covers that we talk about. And then they, they also do a really effective job of using uh, decomposed granite and flagstone and all kinds of, uh, of materials uh, like that, uh, that in the in landscape. So if you want to participate, Kevin, this is our uh, if you want to participate in, the, in the, this tour, mm-hmm. it's a fundraiser too. So it's, uh, you know, they're asking you to donate uh, fun, but just go to the. Uh, help me on the name of the organization, the Green Spaces Alliance. Green Spaces Alliance. And the, the website. No, the website actually is greensatx.org. Okay. So greensatx, San Antonio, Texas. dot org. Um, it is the Monty and the Ivy. And that's the place where the uh, there's two different elements of it. There's the tour um, that is uh, member price is twenty dollars. Non-members are twenty-five. And this is the one that starts early in the morning and goes through King William. And I think now, oh man, I want to be sure. Gail's going to be on the executive director. Uh, but uh, I, I know we have at least a dozen. Going to be on today, tomorrow. Tomorrow. She's going to come on and talk to us about it. So I know there's at least a dozen homes that are on the tour, which is going to be great. Yeah, I saw the last number I saw was like 14. Okay, good. And it's a walking tour, which is going to be great. Uh, so once you get there, you uh, can even ride your bike. There, you I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I okay. saw that was one of the notes they made. That's your article from last week, okay. Kevin. Great. Yeah. 
And then there's also a luncheon that's going to be happening from 1230 uh, to 1, I'm sorry, from 1130 to 130 at the Monty and Ivy. And uh, that's going to be with music and food. Silent auction. Silent auction. And we'll be there broadcasting. Um, and um, that's $100 for members as well. So, And Mailburgers, uh, one of the... Yeah, one of the prizes uh, Millburgers is going to provide uh, all the plants for uh, kind of approximate the certified butterfly garden here. Oh, good. Yeah, so we'll talk about that at the at the event. I guess they're going to feed us lunch, huh, Mill? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. You, I guess you have to pre-register, right? You hear? You've seen what happens when we get hungry. It's not yeah. pretty. Oh man. Yeah, I guess you have to. Well, the the, the luncheon they want you to pre-register for, if yeah, possible, because there's up, limited uh, number. Since you weren't here last weekend, I went ahead and sent your uh, fee in of a hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so if uh, you could just pay them back uh, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever you come up with that cash. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll certainly. Get they it they wanted us to pre-register, so yeah. I, I thought I knew Calvin was wrong. No, no, of course he wants to be there. So uh, it's a hundred dollars uh, for the luncheon, uh, and uh, it's twenty dollars for uh, members, and twenty-five for the tour. And for more information, go to greensatx.org, and we'll talk to Gail tomorrow about it because she was she sent me a real e- an email and with all kinds of exciting info. Just so yeah, if you've forgotten what they do, they're the ones that are have a real prominent role in the. Uh, Conservation easements that help protect the uh, lands uh, where the Edwards Aquifer water is collected, and they uh, work with landowners to to leave the land uh, in agriculture or in pasture land and everything, and kind of limit development. So it's a it's a, it's the thing we've uh, San Antonio voters have passed three or four times to to provide the funds from the sales tax uh, tax to. Uh, uh, provide provide that uh, support for landowners. So it's a neat neat organization. As you drive around San Antonio, you may see community gardens that have been put up. That's another one of the it's only, things they do. There's only 44 of those. Yeah, things. so uh, the chances are that it's uh, Green Spaces Alliance's Green Space Alliance, one more time, Green Spaces Alliance is helping with that and uh, helping them do that. And they do education programs uh, for kids, too, so... Uh, uh, we'll talk more to Gail about that, but it's a good organization. Go to greensatx.org to learn more about what they got going on. Some people remember them as uh, Bear Land Trust in okay. the old days. That's what we called them, Bear Land Trust. Cool. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, uh, 210-308-8867. When we went to break, uh, Calvin uh, kind of blurted out, that was a nice rain we got. It sure was, wasn't it? I want, do we know this, the, the totals? Well, we the official in the yesterday in the, was terrific. In the paper, the official was about point seven eight. Okay, so about as of six p six p.m. Yeah. That's what I figured about eight yeah. eight tenths. Eight tenths. Uh, it was nice. It was a penetrating mm-hmm. kind of rain, uh, not not uh, damaging, uh, but uh, uh, did a good job for our plants and the things we we planted. Little a little late, I guess, for our wildflowers, Jerry. Yeah. But uh, uh, great for the lawn. But it helped off. Uh, I want to publicly thank all the volunteers from uh, Master Gardeners and uh, GVST and and several other organizations that showed up and helped me uh, 
harvest the blue bonnets uh, on on wind. Uh, uh, no, let's say it rained on Friday, so they showed up on Thursday. Gosh, uh, I just beat good, the deadline. A good, yeah. a good crew, and uh, it was dry. The, I mean, the, you know, it hadn't rained on them. And uh, so we we had got we got to harvest the reds, every one of the reds. Oh, good! And uh, every one of the uh, the uh, Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue, both of which we were low on seed, especially of the Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue. And we've got uh, and one of our, our our better cooperators, the the transplant grower allowed us to use one of his empty greenhouses to dry them in. Hmm. You know, I, I, we got some greenhouses over at uh, Seal Road, but uh, the problem is it's uh, they're not covered. Uh, we've only got one covered greenhouse. And we've got so you can count it as a greenhouse if there's no roof on it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you grew up in, you you worked in East Texas. You know how many uncovered greenhouses they have up there, Calvin? <laughs> they are uh, most seasons. They're at least temporarily covered some, yeah, some yeah. part of the season. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I would kid Greg Grant about his uncovered greenhouses up in East Texas. Oh, they're deserted and uncovered. That's going to be exciting for next year. Yeah, yeah. All those seats uh, we're, we're we're in the final stages, uh, and we've got them in in and we've we've got another batch that we've got to get, but that that's a, uh, acreage of them, so we won't we'll use volunteers to do that. I don't think, but um, the, the, these are the ones that we had planted. Oh, how about that secret planting of that burnt orange? Uh, Have you lost Larry, track of that? No, no, no. Larry's got Larry Stein. Doctor Larry Stein's got that, and he told me the other day that. Uh, of course, he, he's 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 not the one to evaluate Bert Ard. No, yeah, I mean, but he, he's, I wouldn't trust him. He, I don't. <laughs> he he says it's it's really not it's really not orange. He said if you look at it close and long enough, you can see some orange uh-huh. in it. Yeah, well, but he's he's not excited about it being a burnt orange. Hey, we got Terrence on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Terrence. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Okay, how are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, we planted uh, some rose bushes in our backyard, uh, I would say, a couple months ago, and they were doing very well. They had a little black spot on but not really an issue. We put some spray in, and, and they seem to be doing very well. But with Good. the last, I would say, three or four days, I noticed two of them that were miniatures almost were totally defoliated. And yesterday, the third one was almost totally defoliated. And on top of it, the leaves were left right at the base of the plant. The what? Leaves were left oh. at the base of the plant. They were just cut off. Well, where was, do you they live? cut off or they just fell off? No. No, these leaves were perfectly green. They were perfectly, the plant was in perfect shape. Up in, It was in the process of reblooming, actually. And something came along and I snipped off all the leaves, left all the stems intact, 
and <laughs> and it did hit three of these uh, rose bushes within the last few days. Were the, were the three side by side? Uh, close to each other, not that close, close but close, close to each to other. Each other. Um, yeah. And so where, it wasn't all of them, though. There wasn't all of them in the group. Well, there's some there's some other rose bushes, but those rose bushes are a little bit on the taller side, and they don't have their leaves necessarily at the uh, at the base or closer to the base. These are on you know maybe about a foot, foot and a half tall, so they haven't you know grown up to be fully <laughs> rose bushes. But, and where uh, where do you, where do you live in town? Yeah. Oh, oh, we live in live? Lavernia. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> that sounds like cut ants. Yeah, I would have thought so, too. The thing was, uh, I noticed it had been done to the two miniature ones, and I sprinkled uh, the, uh, that whatever uh, whatever it's called, the, the uh, stuff you sprinkle on the ground that's supposed to take it back to the nest or you sprinkle around the nest. And that's what I did within the last uh, couple of days. And lo and behold, another rosebush was defoliated. Uh, must have been during the daytime, during the rain. No, it's done, that, it, uh, it's done at night. Mm, that's good. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's done at so night. So you, you think it's the leaf cutting ants? Right. It's probably, uh, that sounds like the symptoms. Um yeah, and uh, it, it, it's always so distinctive too when you got one plant right next to another one, and they haven't right. touched it. Of course, the next night, well, they might, have, yeah, they, I, I they might, they're, they're I moving down the row. Well, I would, yeah. You, the thing I would have thought they would have taken it back to their nest. Well, they, t- they well they t- took some. Yeah, they take. They probably they try took to some. Take some. Yeah, yeah okay. it's uh, ba- basically subcontractors. You know, you cut <laughs> they cut them off, and then there's a transportation. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but you've been you're using asphalt to kind of make roadblocks. Is that what are well, you using I to? I'll tell you what I what I got. Hold on one second. Uh, it's the uh, the Amdro. Amdro. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's, they've, they've got it on the label that uh, that they control uh, uh, cut ants, but uh, I, I haven't heard any positive reinforcement that that they actually do control cut ants. And it's slow too; it's a slow yeah. process. Well, we're, uh, we, when I, I thought you mentioned that you made these roadblocks, so what I do is use asafate, which is fire ant. Uh, Poison, or fire, is what we used fire to. killer, yeah, yeah, and okay. and you find their trail, or if you don't, it's not a distinct trail there. You just make a, a border, kind of a, a little hill all around the things you're trying to to protect. Protect, okay. Yeah, and you can make it if you can make it even two two rows around it, and then any any mm-hmm. of the ants that walk through it are killed, and then it's. A lot of them can. They, sometimes they carry it back, and there's more. There's more that's killed. Terrence, we've okay. got to get caught up with the news. You want to hang on a second, or do we answer your question? Well, so what? What do I need to get the acetate or fine? Fine surrender or another acetate-based 
fire ant killer and, and, and you use that as a roadblock. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're right here on the porch at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Uh, talking gardening with you when you call us at 210 210- 308-8867, 210-308-8867, or come on by at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and ask your gardening questions in person. Yeah, if, uh, that uh, person that had we thought had uh, leaf leaf cutter ants, uh, go go to plantanswers.com and uh, look up, uh, do a search uh, for leaf cutter, leaf cutter ants, and... Uh, uh, there's a lot of questions and answers and information in there. You use both the, both the search engine, the the first search engine and the second search engine. So, uh, right, got a got a question from the crowd? Come on up. If you grab that, these guys will be able to hear you, and uh, you'll be on the air. What's going on? Hi, uh, just a quick question here. So we've got. Half the yard uh, that we got done last year with new palmetto grass that's doing pretty well. That's good. For this, a shady area. And then the other half, which we didn't get to, still has a lot of weeds. Uh, it's kind of partly, you know, dirt. We had to add a lot of sod last time or add a lot of uh, soil. New, yes. Uh, and that helped. Um, the question is, should we try to do a bunch of weed and feed or spot treatments or something first? No. And then if so... Uh, how long should we wait before we get sod down? Well, not, don't don't use weed and feed. Weed and feed is a combination fertilizer and herbicide. But you could, yep. depending on the severity of the weeds, you could spot, just do Roundup, okay. kill them. But I think, how, is it something you could just mow real low and get all the weeds? No, they, they keep popping up and the part of the problem is we've had a lot of the soil just washed away and so um, it seems like a lot of the stuff just doesn't take the weeds seem to but um, I don't know that that's that's part of the problem we've been have having. you got have you got roundup at home I do yeah okay good yeah just just spray those weeds don't don't mow it or cut it before you spray the weeds okay leave them tall and then they uh, oh gosh Within a couple of days, with this weather, you you will probably see a color change. That'll indicate that they're on their way to die. Okay. And so you can take action anytime after that. Okay. And then uh, wait a certain period of time before you try to lay the new sod. You put them. You don't. You don't have to. Uh, as long as you see that color change, those weeds are going to die. Okay. If you, uh, you know, you could wait. Two weeks, if you want the plant, the plants to be absolutely dead. But that's usually okay. It's easier just to, if you see that indication, then then they'll they'll be out of the way. Okay. And then, does it make sense to drop a bunch of new soil down first before the sod? If you or? can. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very and much. And then the long long run will make a 
make your lawn care a lot easier if you've got that soil there. Okay. Even now. I'm going to give you a tip. I see you got two little girls here. I, I well, do. I'm asking these nice men questions. When, when, you, when you get the sod, make sure that they help lay the sod. That they help lay the they're, sod. They'll get, they're get dirty, and they're, they'll complain for the next 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have two that I've made uh, lay sod. The same way? And uh, they tell horror stories to that. 30 years later. <laughs> well, the, the last time I dug up half the yard before we laid the new uh, yeah. earth down and then the sod, and they liked finding all the worms. Is it Does it make a difference digging it up as much before you put the new sod down, or if I'm going to lay a bunch of dirt anyway before the well, sod? Well, no. any, any of that you do yeah. helps, but okay. it's not you, absolutely you necessary. Lightly, you can lightly till it. Yeah. I'm telling them about you helping me dig up the worms. Do you like holding the worms? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you Thanks. very much. I appreciate it. All right. See you later. All right. Thanks for dropping by. Yeah, you can come by and ask your gardening question in person or call us at 210-308-8867. And that is a reminder. I was just, when I drove in, the, the folks were just, a whole bunch of them were getting sod. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They Loading up. They had, had two uh, loaders working to load people's pickup trucks and their trailers and and the sod was moving out of there. Uh, any any kind of sod that you want is available here at Millburgers. Now, that, now, that, yeah, now that we've got some soil moisture, uh, this is a good time to, to lay sod. Yeah. And I, I, I guess I, I didn't ask Trace, but I guess they've got sod. You know, when it rains at the sod farm over at Bay City, I don't I don't think that rain went over that far. Or, Anyway, they well when I looked like yeah, they had plenty of sod. Yeah, when I was here two weeks ago, Trace was saying, "Yeah, it should be this week." And then, then uh, uh, the rain came in between there, so so you don't think it hit 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 in that direction? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. So they should have plenty of sod this week. Yep. And uh, I'm glad to hear that his uh, palmetto did uh, took took off, or at least he got some of it already established. But I imagine with those two little girls, uh, <laughs> he's getting a lot of pressure to have a backyard out there. Yeah, well, they they'll have uh, if he, they help they'll they'll have ownership too of the <laughs> Come and see Grandma. Come and see the land, the the, the grass that we planted. But that's very important to ha- have your children, uh, especially if they're young children, to help with the sod laying. And uh, uh, don't, don't don't spare them that opportunity. No. And they will. A character building uh, sh- opportunity. Surely they will. Yeah. Well, do like my kids did and forgive me within 15 or 16 years. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> my my, my, uh, my girl is uh, 30 years later. She's still uh, complaining. He made it today. It was dirty. And and I, I have to admit, I may have accidentally thrown a couple of pieces of sod on him. <laughs> I was on the truck throwing the sod off. Ooh. And then you know you just miss throw sometimes. They they yeah. thought I did it on purpose. Can you believe that? No, right? that's terrible. That's a story they tell. That's a story they you tell. You on purpose you threw. Oh. Yeah. And I no way I and, can. I think Milton, we would probably believe that. <laughs> yeah, everybody believes that. <laughs> okay, I got this deal from uh, 
from uh, uh, John Thomas of Wild Seed Farms, and uh, they're having a thirty. It says thirty percent off dahlia flowered mixed item, and it's got a picture. And I, I was showing Calvin earlier. I said, "That's that's a stupid zinnia, isn't it?" And I, I, after reading, or at the very end, they say that uh, the zinnias have a vase life of five to seven days. So they admitted that uh, this dahlia flowered mix is a uh, is a zinnia. It's a pretty zinnia. that uh, looks like a dahlia, but the Calvin says it's actually a. a a variety or a selection yeah, that you buy. Yeah, it's one that's heirloom. Yeah, the, the seeds come to true. If you plant it and it drops the seeds, it comes back not to come that back. flower. Yeah. It's one of those that uh, I recommend for uh, butterflies. Too. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. And they're fat. They're, this time of the year, the germination on those zinnias is fast. And you, don't, you can just lay them on the ground. Uh, you don't have to do a lot of... Uh, Special digging or row making, they'll they'll if you have the wet soil, they'll germinate pretty quickly. Oh yeah, and so uh, they're having thirty percent off the day flowered mix uh, through May through May six one through six. Tomorrow's the sixth. Yep, and and you can only only order it only order it through uh, on the internet. Oh, so go to wildseedfarms.com and uh, enter code DH30 at checkout and uh, to get the 30% off that day of flower mix, and that's a, that's a pretty day. They also have uh, uh, Santa Lucia, Lucia uh, sunflowers for sale, 30% off. And uh, so you might want to look at that if you'd like to grow these. They're, they're, uh, they're we, don't know, the, we don't know what the 30% off of. No, I, I don't see any. Generally large, large quantities. Yes, yes, it's quantities. So if you're going to plant a big zinnia bed, this might be a good bargain. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah. and you say you plant some, some of yours from seed, too. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I plant... The dream, the dreamland zinnia, like we have here at Millburgers, uh, plant transplants, and then I I plant uh, some with seed too. And then, as the season progresses, the zinnias reseed themselves. So you'll you'll always have a nice looking bed, lots of color, cut flowers. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on, gentlemen? I want to get everybody aware. And prepared for the uh, we've got we finally got some real grandy gold pepper seed transplants. Okay, and uh, we we had uh, Jack Hoover worked real hard putting yeah. together some seed lots, and he came up with four seed lots and gave it to the transplant grower. And uh, three of the four came up. Some of the seed came up in three of the four. And so uh, we, we put them into uh, four, four, four and a half, four and a, I think it's four and a half inch. Anyway, the same thing our, our other peppers have been in. 
so you can buy one or two at a time rather than having to buy a whole whole flat of them or six-pack of them. And uh, they should be I don't think they'll be ready next week, but the week after that. Now, there's a limited number. If you don't know what I'm talking about or you've heard us talk about real grandy gold tea, uh, real grandy gold plants, how, how wonderful they are, I put the write-up on uh, Topics of the Month on plantanswers.com. It's under, uh, it's the first listing of Topics of the Month in red, and it's listed under Peppers, Real Grande Gold Sweet, Jalapeno-Shaped, Sweet, bell, Belchless, Heirloom Pepper. So that that describes uh, what kind of pepper we're growing. But uh, it's an A&M pepper. Virus, virus resistant to more, uh, uh, several numerous viruses, and uh, and it's sweet, uh, but uh, and it can be substituted for a uh, uh, bell pepper. It's crisp. But it's, be- it's, it's belchless. In other words, yeah. a lot of people when they eat bell peppers, they, they belch. Really? And uh, and uh, it's it's a chemical. I actually identify the chemical that causes that. Oh. My brother. Called in your and, brother, the doctor, and the doctor uh, identified what causes that belching. But real grande gold doesn't have that in it. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's a beautiful, and it's a beautiful ornamental, even if you don't want to eat it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you've grown it before. Mm-hmm. It, it's Milton proof. Yep, I've grown it, uh, and it's Milton's favorite. I've grown it a number of times. I like it a lot. Okay. I like I like it too. You have it in a container, and as you go by, you know they're they're so crisp and yeah, and tasty to eat, eat them off of the. But they work in the recipes just like you. Oh. Anything you use a bell pepper for, other than stuffing. Yeah, they work really well. Salads. So anyway, uh, we'll be. I'm sure Trace will be announcing it that uh, he's bought all available supplies. <laughs> I don't know how he does, but uh, I'm giving you about a week or ten days' notice. Did we get ready? Get your gardens when ready. They're, when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. So we also mentioned, uh, I guess, when David was here in Trace that uh, Oscar Okra. Yeah, seed yeah. is available here and at I, Milberger's. I, I bet you, I bet you, he got transplants. Out He's there. coming this way. Maybe he'll. Okay. So, do you you encourage people to grow, uh, like one for eating and one for seeding? Yeah. So well, you can, you can grow two or three. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and uh, and then save you save you some seed because we don't. We're talking about the. Uh, Real grande gold. Oh, I'll buy, I will buy them all when they're available. I know. Much, <laughs> much to my dismay. Oh. <laughs> well, one one question we had: we know you have the Oscar Okra seed. Do you have transplants too? I do have some transplants as well. I, I, for, I, I forgot to mention earlier, and this might interest you. I've got several different colors of porter weed. Yeah, I saw oh, that right. out there. I want to say there's four four more colors out there. I didn't even yeah. know it came in other colors. Red, purple. It's like an apricot. Oh, okay. And I wrote I uh, wrote about the two we had last year, which are the the purple, which is a taller one, and then the, the red was a dwarf. And then um, Tracy's got a pink that's kind of, uh, I that's think, a, about three foot tall. Is that the one that was the uh, plant of the weekend? If you, uh, yeah. Not too long ago, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty one. And then there's another one that's a, a verbena genus. That what is a little blue colored one, but uh, that's that's 
one of the I describe it as the one of the all-star butterfly plants for your garden in the summertime, but I also describe it as one of the weirdest plants you're ever going to grow. Uh, and it, it just fits in with the fact that Paul Cox is the one that introduced us to it. <laughs> that, that time he called the show and said they'd sold everything out at the botanical garden, but they were having trouble selling the porter weed. Yeah, we got plenty of porter weed left. Yeah, you know, I want to come by. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry That's was like, talk. fool! <laughs> Nobody's going to buy anything that's named weed. The, these <laughs> are. Uh, turns out Paul was right. <laughs> the thing about Porter weed, it's got kind of a, a weeping shape, and then the, uh, the little stems, the blooms are on the stems, and they only about an inch at a time they move up the stems. And uh, you look at that and you say, well. How is that going to compare to mist flower or zinnias or something? But as Jerry brought it to our attention, that the 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 theory is that the nectar source is yeah, stronger, stronger. Yeah, so that more concentrated. It's funny you'll see the hummingbirds will be competing with the butterflies, <laughs> and the swallowtails will be uh, competing with the uh, uh, queen butterflies. <laughs> it's just the strangest thing. So it is it is the weirdest one in your garden, but really an effective butterfly plant. Too. There you go. So let's say somebody has questions about butterfly plants and butterfly gardens and which butterflies are in San Antonio and how to do them and how to grow them and what they should get. Is there anything they could do maybe next weekend? No. Uh, okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we refer them to the article today. Yeah. And uh, we've got a big uh, event here next Saturday from uh, we'll start at 11 a.m. I'll be available to answer any questions some members of the staff too from Millburgers that help put together the certified butterfly garden and one of the, the best things is that the certified butterfly garden is here at Millburgers so mm-hmm. you can see the plants actually in place the butterflies using those plants and all the plants that we talk about or are in the certified butterfly garden are available here for your your landscape at home too, including the milkweeds, porter weed we talked about, zinnias, lots and lots of zinnias, and mist flowers, several different kinds of mist flower. Yeah, that's Calvin's going to be doing it. You're you know you're welcome to come up during the show, but Calvin's going to be doing this open forum uh, between eleven and noon. Then we do the show noon to two, and then from two to three. So it's not like a presentation where you have to be there. When it starts or you miss something, this is more like just come, ask your questions. So spend the week gathering some questions up uh, and uh, and quizzing Calvin coming by. So you We'll have some handouts, too. Is it just Good. Saturday? Oh, yeah. I thought it was, yeah. Just check. 12th. Yeah, the week from, the 12th. week from today. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to volunteer to do it again. Oh, accidentally. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, so uh, go to MelbergerNursery.com for more information on that. But it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. And let's see. I forgot to mention we got a new shipment of roses in. Oh, good. And so for uh, for Mother's Day, there's a whole bunch of them that just came in. Like uh, six racks just came in, and they're all hybrid roses. Uh And um, brought them in fresh for Mother's Day, which is when? Next. Is it the ninth? I'm pretty sure. It's very soon. I think it is next. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it is the 13th, so it's next so, Sunday. Uh, yeah, next Sunday. Oh, man, so hurry in. And um, so we expect everybody out there to uh, either bring your mother and come shopping on Aww. Sunday or be the mother and have one of your kids come and 
Okay. Bring you get a here rose. and pick out a rose. Have we got Grandma yeah. Adela out there? We better. I don't think so. What? Well, what we can do tomorrow? You too. notice how we always sell Grandma Jella out phrase. Well, there has to be some out there to get. <laughs> it's not like he's he's not trying to buy it. It's, it's not like he's not trying. There's only one person still growing it that we buy from regularly, and it's not been on their availability. All right, so I got an idea. See if you like this idea. So tomorrow, if you'll put together, because you'll know what's coming in and all that good stuff, we can put together ideas. Um, and we'll talk about them kind of like the plant of the weekend. And what people can do is, you know, they can just call and say, okay, I heard Trace talk about that and that. I want the, I want the yellow rose and I want this. And then, They don't want the yellow rose because we can't oh, get okay. it. Okay. We, we have yellow roses. Oh, there we have yellow roses. There's one that's really attractive out there. It's challenging to do this show. Uh, <laughs> I, want, I want my mom to have pentas. That's all I want for her. There you but go. then you call the nursery. So Trace will give you the ideas. You call the nursery, and you can put them aside. You can c- And then just come pick them up. What about orchids? Do we have orchids? I bet we, we do. We do. Yeah. Good. We're in business. Violets. We got all... If it's Ooh. blooming, we probably got it. All right. Okay. So you we can just the come whopper. by. We got the Whopper Begonias. Whopper Begonias. And they Ooh, boy, that'd drive, be cool drive by on the yeah, service road. Yeah, looking good out there. And you'll see them how in a landscape out there right on the edge of the road. And they're they're spectacular. And they they can look like that in your landscape, too. So my point was that for people who can come by Sunday, we'll give them ideas. And then they can have them just waiting and come by and get them and pick them up. Is that okay? We can try it. Yeah, we'll try it. All right. It works. Do we, will we weekend. have to stand yeah. out there on the service road? And yes. We'll like <laughs> like the, yeah, I've done that before with uh, poinsettias. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Not here. But gosh, you've got, you talked about color. Looking, just looking out, you've got the, uh, the bougainvilleas uh, that are bright and colorful. Uh, the tropical hibiscus are on sale oh, this yeah. week. Um, we got That's in some firebush and, okay. and uh, what almost was plant of the weekend. Oh. But I knew Jerry was not going to go along with it. That, oh, man. that variegated leaf firebush. So oh. it's, even, it's even showy without the bloom. <laughs> and you don't even have to make a plant of the weekend <laughs> no, to get some grief on it. The uh, blue pumbago, they're, they're looking good. Oh, yeah. they're on sale. And all yeah, the they pentas. are on sale. There's three or four different sizes of pentas. That's another good butterfly plant, especially... For the shade and in containers. And the four and a half inch pot is on sale for um, nine eight. Yeah, wow. somebody was asking about that, and then we saw the cart after Calvin was nice enough because he knew where they were. He pointed them out, and then we saw him wheeling the cart by, and it was full of the four and a half inch pots. That's Benson. great. They sell. Themselves. They grow fast too. Yeah, I'm sure Milton had brought it up in the commercials, but. No. Uh, I think this this is the best listing of uh, really spectacular plants that y'all have. I mean, all of them are, are number one superstar plants as, as well as a uh, as great plant for the landscape. you got vincas on here, uh, Coravinca on here. Mm-hmm. We try to which appease you, Jerry. It's deer resistant. Appease or please? Uh, both. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. it's, yeah. it's, it's an uphill battle. And tropical abyss. Look like at that! You did. did it. I did. Yeah, yeah he made him happy. Oh, Charles, that's a, Charles that's, did. That's, okay, that's a great list. Did you see? Oh, that, uh, did, right. did you see that the Neil 
It was discouraging people from planting coral vinca at this time of the year. It says wait a month. All right, we're going to talk about that right after this. 210-308-8867. We've got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up right after this. 210-308-8867. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three-gallon container for $34.88. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora series, which is disease-resistant in the forest pot for just 88 cents each. Zinnias, butterfly attracting plants are on sale in the four inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies too and they're a Texas superstar in the four inch pot. You'll find pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburgers has blue plumbago on sale for just 488 in the one gallon container. This week at Millburgers you'll also save on tropical hibiscus, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll see you there. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Most people know what the word vulgar means, and most civilized people try to avoid being vulgar in public and even in private. Not these days. Vulgarity has gone mainstream. At last Saturday's White House Correspondents' Dinner, vulgarity ruled in the person of so-called comedian Michelle Wolf. I can't repeat what she said, but it was vulgar, crude, and cruel. She made ugly references to Press Secretary Sarah Sanders and Kellyanne Conway. She called both of them liars. She also used language that even most men don't use. President Trump was smart not to attend this journalistic celebration of themselves. This will reinforce his view of the media as fake and biased. It will also lower whatever level of credibility these people have left with people who don't live on the coasts. That would be flyover country. In 1995, after a crude performance by Don Imus in front of the Clintons, the head of the Radio TV Correspondents Association sent a letter of apology. Don't look for that to happen this time. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great discount syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. Log on to the Marketplace page at 9.30 a.m. theanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals.
goes on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, The Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, don't forget, mark your calendars. It's coming up. Festival of Flowers is just around the corner at Saturday, May 26th. So we start, We talked about Calvin being your Saturdays in May are full. Uh, Calvin's here next Saturday, so you can come and learn about the Butterfly Gardens. Millburgers is supporting the uh, Green Spaces Alliance Secret Garden Tour. That's the 19th. Then on the 26th is going to be the uh, Festival of Flowers at its new place at the Austin uh, Highway Events Center. Uh, right there, uh, I'm kind of, um, oh, shucks, I'm trying to remember. Is it, so here, I guess it's Ritterman that it's near. Um, we'll, we'll. But, yeah, I, I can just give you the address. That may be helpful, and you can do the uh, look at 1948 Austin Highway. But, yeah, it's a caddy corner to the uh, the Sunset Memorial um, cemeteries and stuff. You'll see it there. Uh, but that's coming up, and it's, it's everything that you love about the uh, Festival of Flowers. Millburgers is going to be having their display as well. and um, Still no di- hot tubs or combination nope. windows. Or- but it's just in a different location. Yeah. Uh, still free parking. All, all and- the plants and exhibitors and uh, all the horticulturists that are throughout the community. Yeah. So uh, go to safestivalofflowers.com to learn more about that. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We were talking about Vic a while ago. Uh, the the uh, May news, I just got my May uh, la- uh, gardening newsletter from for South Central Texas for the Millburger Landscape and, and Nursery, and you can get that uh, on online. It's all free. Or you can pick up a copy when you come by Millburgers for your Mother's Day gifts or whatever. Uh, and they've got a good article about uh, uh, Vinca color for from summer to fall. And uh, I looked I looked through it, and uh, of course my my deal with oh wait a minute they quote Calvin. Available in several sizes and color variations, Vinca bloom constantly into a cold weather rise. Is generally deer proof. It must say. It's, I it's generally, always generally. I generally say always, but we've had somebody. Can't remember when it was. Somebody hedged a little bit, yeah. But uh, I think, I think the editor said uh, put the general. You put generally in there. Qualifies as a zeroscape plant. It's your once that once that thing's established, uh, it it uh, it's all you don't want to don't want to water it that much because of the uh, disease problems you can have, and also it keeps it shorter if you don't water it or fertilize it. And it is uh, 
another good butterfly planter. And and was not bothered by insects. I, I, I never have seen an insect prop problem with it. Uh, the uh, and and we we don't think the rabbits will eat it. I don't think it. Yeah, was that a question it. last week? Yeah, yeah, we got a question last week. Yeah, uh, no, I haven't seen you, you remember I was telling him Vinka, and he was saying, "Yeah, we've had that before. <laughs> they didn't eat it, but we want something different." Yeah, and we had it. That that just irritates Jerry. So. <laughs> If you want to call in and irritate Jerry, let well, him, let him tell you about crepe myrtles and how beautiful they are. Oh, they're, they're gorgeous. They're all through the neighborhood. Well, one of the neat things so <laughs> about, them. Vinca, about the vinca, the coral vinca, is that uh, the color selection is great. Now, you know, you, in the old days, remember, oh, Jerry, all you yeah. had was uh, violet and pink. And uh, now, now you get the pure white, the red. The red was always the one everybody sought after. Now there's some wonderful reds. And again, you have the lavenders and the pinks, some bicolors. Uh, so you you really can have a colorful bed. And it, it uh, is again qualifies as a searscape plant. And I my column uh, I think next Saturday is going to be about deer-proof plants, and it's one of those. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, ha- I hedge and hedge Uh-oh. a lot, but I, one of those that I'm pretty uh, positive about is I thought Finko. you learned your lesson on that deer-proof plant list. No, everybody keeps wanting yeah. the deer-proof, yeah. <laughs> but it'll get, it'll stimulate some of the uh, folks out there that'll say, there's no such thing as a deer-proof far, plant. As far as is going to be reading that word for word. <laughs> You know, one I put in there that I... Did you put in some neighborhoods? and Under some conditions? I, I did quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> I tried to hedge. I let I tried to let everybody know that uh, that there is... Uh, and a lot of the plants we mentioned, uh, if there's a drought, I think I mentioned oh, this. Oh, yeah. If there's a drought, all bets are off. Uh, I mentioned um, Mexican plum, too. And uh, I was trying to figure out why they don't don't eat Mexican plum, and I, I, I guess it's just because a lot of it is the structure of the uh, of the plant too. So many side branches and everything, but they don't they don't seem to eat it. But uh, somebody will, if, if somebody's had a different experience in that, they'll certainly let us know. Did you put Jerusalem sage? in I there? didn't. You know what else I didn't put in there? And you, uh, you it's in today's paper. Milkweed. I didn't put milkweed. I should have. I mean, we were talking about milkweed all over, and I forgot to put it on the list. I've had several people tell me about this Jerusalem sage. I, I'm, um, I, I'm not. Is it your favorite? It no, it's so not my favorite. Oh, yeah. I, I just said. <laughs> I was just wondering. They say it's deer resistant. Yeah. You know, when you're talking deer resistant and and drought tolerant. Uh huh. Uh, it's in today's paper uh, uh, about Jerusalem sage. Did they, did they say anything about it being attractive? Will you quit? <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't attractive. I just uh-huh. said somebody said it was attractive. It's fuzzy sage green leaves make it attractive. Oh, okay. See there? What do you say? <laughs> Tracy wrote that too, probably. But anyway, uh, it 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 blooms pretty, uh, kind of yellow. And butterflies <laughs> yellow, like it. Yeah. And uh, then uh, then cow. But uh, that, that's something. 
Bob Fitzsimmons took the photograph. Uh, so anyway, and uh, one of the questions in the the uh, in the Millburger newsletter. How can you get this in the newsletter, Malcolm? You go can to come Millburger, by the nursery. You can come by the nursery. You can go to millburgernursery.com. You can also find links to it on plantanswers.com. There you go. And do they still send it out by snail mail, don't they? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's where yeah, I get mine. Yeah. yeah. Is that only for old people? That's for old people yeah. that, that can't read real fast on the screen. <laughs> uh one of the questions uh, was, I want to move my bougainvillea to a sunny location. It's been in the ground for a year and one and a half years. And the answer is, May is a good time to relocate your bougainvillea. That's right. Cut back some of the new growth and prepare the hole for, at the new location. Dig out, Dig out as big a root ball as you can handle, keeping the soil intact around the roots. Move the plant to the new hole and backfill with soil removed from the hole. And then water water in thoroughly. Uh, soak, it, soak it in so thoroughly. The plant should do fine. Did they mention that you might get a, uh, a break? You'll get a break probably in the bloom. Yeah. Cyclophasic. Oh, yeah. As it adjusts uh, the new root, the root system. It says cut back some of the new growth and prepare. Uh, I, I, th- I think you almost probably need to cut it in half. Yeah, I'm still I'm still not convinced that planting uh, bougainvillea in the ground is the best thing for it. I, I'm still well, the year the years that it <laughs> the container. The, you know, it, we went about two or three years that those bougainvilleas were blooming all over this town. Well, the, the, and I was thinking, you know, I, for a while there, I was thinking, maybe we re- need to rethink this bougainvillea thing because uh, they're killer in the in the winter. They were blooming, and uh, then we had that last last year, year before last, that cold that killed them. The ones I was watching bloom in the winter, kill them, kill them to the ground. Yeah. But of course they're coming. They're well, really that's, sprouting. That's the typical pattern where you get to thinking we're in a tropical there you go. zone until until we get a, a regular winter. And then we got one that said, "I would warn not to plant juniper near my ornamental pear trees." Is that true? Yes, Jun- junipers can harbor such fungus disease as cedar apple rust which can damage or defoliate apples and pears. Mm. I, I can say I've never seen cedar apple rust in, in Texas. It's, it's a serious situation up in Minnesota. Up, uh, yeah, up, up north. But uh, I've never seen it on, on our apples down here. So and then and then I've got that wonderful article on Vinca in the art, in the newsletter. And a quote for Calvin about the Vinca. And then we, oh, uh, Calvin uh, Milton was, and uh, we could talk about brown patch versus iron chlorosis. Roll right up on that. And then Milton was talking about San Antonio oh, Festival, Festival of Flowers. Flowers. Yeah, with dollar off coupon. Dollar off coupon in there. Yep. So this is a good year to have. It is it. very valuable. 
Hey, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on all your favorites. We'll start off with citrus. If you've always wanted to grow citrus in your yard or in your patio, now is the time to get over to Millburgers. You'll find Texas Superstar Satsuma varieties, or maybe you'll find lemons or limes all on sale in the three-gallon container for $34.88. Millburgers has Vinca, a Texas Superstar, and the Cora Series, which is disease-resistant in the four-inch pot for just 88 cents each. Zinnias, butterfly-attracting plants, are on sale in the 4-inch pot for 98 cents each. Pentas, they attract butterflies too, and they're a Texas superstar in the 4-inch pot. You'll find pentas for just 98 cents each. Millburgers has Blue Plum Bago on sale for just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll also save on Tropical Hibiscus, Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll see you there. Okay. Okay, so the big question for any decision you're going to make, is this actually going to work? Well, if you've heard about MediShare, which is a brilliant way of sharing healthcare costs, you may have wondered that. Does it work? Well, so did Dr. Stuart Hoover, who initially joined to save a lot of money. The typical family saves about $500 a month. Stuart saved even more. When we first joined uh, MediShare, we were immediately going from a little over $1,600 a month down to uh, $460 basically a month. So that's wonderful, but then his wife needed emergency surgery and the bills added up to $160,000. So we were seeing the bills coming in and then the bills were being paid. Portions were being shared and the end result of this is this bill was taken care of. Yes, MediShare works and it's so easy to get your questions answered too so why not you can call right now 844-41-BIBLE that's 844-41-BIBLE 844-41-BIBLE hey this is Bob Olszewski thanks for listening to Plugged In I hold a baby all day and then nighttime rolls around and I'm supposed to just switch gears like hello I'm all sexy now In the movie Tully, Marlo is the mom of two young kids and a newborn. Marlo is also exhausted. That is, until her brother gifts her the services of a night nanny. I don't usually like to talk about content-laden picks on the radio, but in case you've heard some of the positive things that have been said about this mom-focused mainstream movie, I thought I'd make an exception, because this film does have some positive things to say about marriage and motherhood, but it's also rife with coarse language, flesh-bearing visuals, and sexual content. So I'll give Tully one-and-a-half ERP-covered shirts out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Dr. Deal, this patient came in with a stunned look on his face, and he keeps repeating, gotta get discounts, gotta get discounts. What do you make of it? I've only seen this one time before. He suffers from GDS. What's GDS? Great Discount Syndrome. What can we do for him? There is only one thing. Bring that laptop over here. 
log on to the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. Wow, they've got some pretty great deals on here. Discount tuition for schools, outdoor equipment, landscaping. I can save thousands of dollars. I'm out of here. Doc, what happened to me? You have a bout of great discount syndrome. Uh, The Marketplace page? Where's the nearest laptop? The nurse took it to the front desk. Hey, wait up! I want to see the discounts, too! Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Dr. Deal, please report to room two. Bring the laptop. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That's it. That's all I got. I need to pick up my um, rose defense because I, I went back and I have, I have thrips. My thrips bad. You still have thrips, huh? Yeah, and so some of the Belinda's dream were looking pretty, and then some uh, the, of them. The rose defense—it's just—is it neem oil? Is all? Does that work for the? Uh, what was it? The th- or what did you suggest? Was three in one or the? Uh, th- the three in one bear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I product. Yeah. Do you have thrip issues? No, but I've been. Everybody uh, has yeah. thrip issues. Okay. And uh, neem oil is generally not. Sufficient. I mean, some control, but not. Yeah. At this time of the year, it's kind of tough. No, it's so disappointing because uh, it's it's we trimmed it down and. Uh, well, a lot of the roses uh, had that had a peak bloom period and then a decline during the, I guess that dry weather and now now they're yeah perked back up again. So. Yeah. So. I'll it's be okay, as, but what if, what if you can get orthene in a ready-to-spray bottle? Something with orthene in it. Oh, so I just hook it to a hose type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what you think need. that would be easier on me than? Yeah, but there is. A, <laughs> so, so little faith. That's okay. Are, I'd be happy with that too. There are products with acetate as the ingredient that la- are labeled uh, for. Roses. Stupid thrips. More, more expensive than. Milton doesn't care how much it costs. Look what? at this guy. He's a, he's a radio. How long supply. have you known me? Star. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think the bear three okay. and one will, will do you do the work. Isn't but you, you're going to have to use it every seven to ten days. Forever? Well, uh, thrips are usually worse in the spring. Oh, okay. What kind of roses are you talking spring. about? Belinda's dream. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but I never, I never sprayed my blender. Oh, uh, do the thrips eventually go away? They seem to. Yeah, okay. they, they, but you they can cycle. They will. Yeah, they they will affect them from time to time. Yeah, I put them in a bag, and I was like, "What do I have?" And and I looked in the bag, and there are all these little brown critters running around and the they plastic just seem bag. They're real attracted to you, Milton. They so seem to be. The thrips attack you the time. Before. Yeah, I was attacked by thrips. And they I, get lived, a, I lived to tell about savage. it. But, yeah. They get on onions, too. That's what I remember you talking about that last week. How are your onions doing, Calvin? I'm I, a got a dis- re- I got a report from a farmer the other day that... Uh, I'm disappointed. His, 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 uh, yeah, he was disappointed. He said his are rotting. Oh, I'm not... 
I'm just not seeing. Uh, I'm seeing uh, about two and a half inch bulbs, and it doesn't look like they're too prone to go f much further. I'm getting some. Of course, it doesn't help when you got those 30 mile an hour winds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But they haven't flowered. Oh no, no, I haven't had any problem with that. With, uh, well, they're still enlarging, so hey, keep yeah. the, keep the faith. I told uh, I told uh, Judy it was fair game. You, you use up as many because we always have a tendency to only use up half of our crop yeah. before they start declining, and because we keep them store them outside on a picnic table in the shade. So now's the time to use them. Plus, you want to give those that are still developing some more space. Some yeah. of them, will, some of them will hold could grow a whole month's worth right right until june because they were slow yeah i guess that weather we've had we always say uh, harvest them when, when the tops fall over but uh I've, I've been watching some in the greenhouse and whatever and they're they're it's really been heavily fertilized and grown well the tops are falling over but they're not they're still staying green and and enlarging so uh, I, I guess we should say that when the tops start fall over and turn brown, and uh, if if you if you want to ripen them uh, or, or cure them, uh, where they cure them early, you just take a rake and go in there and knock the tops down. It's all been our recommendation. But uh, like I said, this year they they said yours grew big plants, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was. I don't think uh, now that I think about it, I don't think the plants are as big as. Of course, I got another got potentially another month. But right. I don't think the plants are as big as I, I eventually get most years. But they they did they had a they were real slow, and then they perked up and really were going to town and then now suddenly they uh, when I assess them they they look like they're having trouble and I, I blame part of it on that uh, all that wind we've had yeah we had some high winds there so but uh, I'm saying every I, year it's something yeah I'm a, our old deal about when the tops fall over they're ready to harvest I don't think it's going to be uh, applicable this year so uh until your tops fall over and turn brown, uh, leave them alone, and, and uh, it's possible they can uh, get to be a larger on a larger onion in. Have we been getting? June. Have we been getting reports on tomatoes? Uh, uh, I know. I don't think we. I've. I've uh, no, we haven't had any reports on tomatoes, but. Uh, the one ones that we're growing down south have done extremely well, uh, especially, uh, you know, I, I got on a nematode kick because we had nematodes in the in in the pot in the mix, and uh, so we used a valley cat, and that thing got huge tomatoes. I went back to read the description. A valley cat, and it it describes uh, its tomato fruit as extremely large. So uh, and, and set sets a lot of is setting a lot of fruit. Uh, we've got some in the greenhouse and some outside the greenhouse, 
and uh, the ones outside the greenhouse a little bit later. But uh, they're they're all beginning to uh-huh. beginning to set fruit. My my neighbor Bart grows his tomatoes every year. He's, he's a real accomplished gardener in containers, and he's harvesting uh, Ruby Crush. Oh, uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah the, the chair. Yeah, and I've got big fruit on tycoons. Uh, I was just noticing too that the, the tycoon foliage is off color a bit compared to the. Uh, all the other ones I have. Uh, yeah, that tycoon is no good. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see it's got off-covered foliage. Take it off the market. Just uh, yeah, get rid I, of I, it. I'm just tired, sick of the complaints. Now, you, know, you should do something about it. Uh, we're just not going to have it next year. Okay. Hmm. I'm just sick of all the complaints. It had its chance. Yeah, we, it 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 was it had its glory moments for a few few years, but uh, it's just kind of faded out. Like Calvin's leaves. <laughs> but is it setting fruit even though it uh, hasn't got the color? You said it's setting fruit even oh, though gosh, it hasn't yeah, got the yeah, color. It's got, yeah, it's got a nice set of fruit. Uh, I let it get a little bigger in my uh, one-gallon containers than I normally would. Yeah. And uh, so when I finally got it out in the garden, it was, was kind of drooping everywhere. Fl- 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 Floppy. Yeah, nothing worse than trying to fit a... A big tomato into a tomato cage. Yeah. But uh, they, they, they seem to be doing pretty well. But uh, uh, Have you been to Steve Brown's garden, seen how he's doing? I, you know, I went to chat over there at KSAT, and I meant to stop on the way up, but I, I didn't look close. Mm-hmm. I just looked in, it looked fine out there, and the, all I could see is those, that's, Silly orange trees out there. <laughs> yeah, the fact that his orange trees are uh, blooming, setting fruit, is uh, stimulated or allowed him to retire. Is uh, yeah, there you go. the excuse he's using. Uh, he said he was just going to wait. He's waiting for those tomatoes that he planted by seed to set fruit before he retired, and yeah. now there he is. Mm. <laughs> The uh, I was looking at Neil Spears' uh, columns uh, and his questions and answers, and uh, he talks about uh, periwinkles. Does a little write up on periwinkles, and uh, talks about their uh, some seedlings. Some somebody wrote in and said that uh, they're seeing seedlings coming up, and. Um, Neil says they're they're probably seedling plants rather than sprouts, because uh, they don't uh, the periwinkles pretty well kill out when they freeze down. They kill out. They don't re-sprout. They're not re, uh, root hardy perennials. But uh, I, I've I've found I've had good luck with those seedlings. You know uh, those reseed when when periwinkles reseed. Yeah, I don't think I've seen many seedlings come back. Yeah. But they, they will reseed themselves. Uh, but uh, and we always say that the seedlings never come down with the fungus disease. And the reason for that is the seedlings come up in warm warm uh, soils so they come up a little bit later and, and avoid the uh, the fungus uh, situations that we can have. Where I saw the seedlings, which surprised me, and this was years ago before, Cora, 
Uh-huh. But when I used to go bird watching in Trinidad, they were they would reseed and they were growing on all the roadsides. And said, how how are these escaping aerial Phytophthora? Yeah. And ours are are not. You know, of course it rains quite a bit there too. Yeah. And uh, of course that was that was always the the uh, dilemma there. You had some some reseeded or some individual plants that seemed to survive it. And it was always hard to translate that those characteristics to one that you could grow in future yeah. years. Yeah. So they finally did it with Cora. So, uh, and uh, Neil, Neil says don't leave the seedlings in place unless you're willing to take the risk. I, I, I don't know what he's talking about there. Yeah, that surprised me too. I didn't see much risk there. We have a little, little, um, perhaps a little reduction in the ability to to fight off uh, yeah. aerial phytophthora, but it's not yeah. significant. I, I think you're pretty secure uh, in planting coral right now, and you just you you know you just don't want to you probably don't want to water any flowers over the top. Yeah, and especially uh, benta. And uh, he said, uh, if you're going to plant coral periwinkles, wait another month. Good Lord, no, not, not down here. Uh, however, when we were writing up the uh, the guidelines for, uh, for to avoid aerophotophora, we we were talking about uh, don't plant before the first of June. Yeah, so kept, I bet that's where he's getting that. Yeah, we kept moving it back too. Yeah, yeah, because of the rains uh-huh. came after the first of June. So anyway, that's. Uh, but I but I I think both Jerry and I agree that uh, coras will do very well right now. This is a good right. time for. Them. All right, we're going to begin to wrap it up for today. Don't forget, um, if you can't join us tomorrow, you'll uh, join us next Saturday when Calvin will be here doing his Butterfly Garden presentation. Uh, it's open forum, and uh, that's coming up. We'll tell you more about that tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.